everyone, and welcome to another episode of You Press Play News. My name is Natalia. I'm a staff writer. My name is Nadia, and I'm a contributor. I'm Michael. I'm a social media manager. And here's the news for this week. As of October 22nd, there were 13 active COVID-19 cases at FAU. All of the cases are on the Boca Raton campus. Nine of the cases were students and four were employees of the university. Vaccination rates increased for a fourth straight week in Palm Beach County, with 60% of the county being fully vaccinated as of October 22nd. In Florida, the vaccination rate increased by 1% after stagnating since October 8th. 59% of Floridians are now fully vaccinated as of October 22nd. Florida's new Surgeon General, Joseph Ladopo, questioned the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines and said he was against all mandates in Florida on October 21st. According to WFLA, the NBC news station in Tampa, Ladapo invoked anecdotal examples and unsubstantiated conspiracy theories to argue against the vaccines. Public health experts disagree with Ladapo. More than 6 billion doses of coronavirus vaccines have been given worldwide with very few people suffering harmful side effects. The evidence continues to show that the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines are overwhelmingly safe. To read more, visit upressonline.com and read the latest COVID update. Skeletal remains found by authorities Wednesday, October 20th in Florida's Carlton Reserve were confirmed by dental records to, to belong to Brian Laundrie, a man wanted for over a month for his role in the death of 22-year-old Gabby Petito. Laundrie's remains were found in the reserve near a backpack and some of his belongings. Authorities had previously searched the reserve for Laundrie but did not find any clues to his location. Investigators found the remains in an area of the reserve that was underwater until the water receded recently. Laundrie's parents helped lead the FBI and North Point Police to the reserve. Laundrie's parents wanted to look for their son on their own after the reserve opened to the public. Laundrie became a person of interest in the case of the then-missing Gabby Petito when he returned home from a cross-country van trip without her on September 1st. Shortly after that, investigators found Petito's remains in Wyoming and confirmed her death was by strangulation. Laundrie vanished, presumably on the run. Laundrie's cause of death has not yet been confirmed. On Wednesday, October 20th, Nicholas Cruz pleaded guilty in a Florida courtroom after he carried out the February 2018 massacre of students and faculty members at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. He faces at a minimum life in prison and maximum of the death penalty. The death penalty will be decided by a jury in the upcoming sentence phase of the trial. Cruz had previously pleaded not guilty to 17 counts of premeditated and attempted murder in the first degree. He did, although, confess to police. Jury selection in the penalty phase is scheduled for January 4th. For more information, you can check out the CNN article in our news pod source document. Last week, jury selection began for the trial over Ahmaud Arbery's death in Brunswick, Georgia. The three men charged with the 25-year-old's murder are Greg and Travis McMichael and Roddy Bryan. A thousand of Glynn County, Georgia's 62,000 voters were summoned. Judge Timothy Walmsley hopes to narrow the jury pool down to 64 people and eventually to 16. According to USA Today, Brunswick is predominantly black but sits in the overwhelmingly white Glynn County. Due to the racial dynamics, the demographic makeup of the jury is under watch. Multiple prospective jurors have told the court that they knew Arbery or others involved in the case. Others fear that they will be targeted or face personal backlash following a verdict. Kevin Gao, Brian's defense attorney, referred to Brunswick as a fishbowl due to the fact that many of the jurors recognized each other. USA Today stated that Judge Walmsley has barred the media from releasing identifying information about the jurors. Additionally, he has assured them that the court is working to maintain their anonymity. Jury selection will resume on October 25th. 
An international team of scientists led by the University of Hawaii at Manoa, faculty, students, and alumni has discovered one of the youngest planets ever found. The planet is named 2M0437b and is located about 100 times the Earth-Sun distance from its parent star. The UH News says thousands of planets have been discovered around stars, but this one is newly formed and can be directly observed. The researchers estimate that the planet is a few times larger than Jupiter, and it formed several million years ago with its star. This is around the same time the main Hawaiian islands first emerged above the ocean. The planet is still so young that researchers say it is still hot from the energy released during its formation. The planet cannot be seen without visual aid, but the UH News says more in-depth research about the planet may be in the near future. Almost a year after the death of Kobe and Gianna Bryant, and seven others, Vanessa Bryant gave a deposition detailing information never given to the public. The lawsuit is between widowed Bryant and LA County. Bryant stated that she found out about her husband Kobe and daughter Gianna's death via social media. Last year, Bryant sued LA County. She alleged that she and her family have suffered severe emotional distress after learning that deputies took photos of the helicopter crash where her husband and daughter and seven others died. Earlier this month, she said she was initially told that there were five survivors and was unaware that any of them was her husband or daughter. As she tried to call her husband, she said notifications popped up on her phone saying RIP Kobe. According to the LA Times, it would be hours before she was officially told of their death. In the recent weeks, county lawyers are looking to force Bryant into an independent medical exam before a trial scheduled for February 2022. LA Times stated that lawyers for the county concluded that Bryant cannot be suffering from severe distress from the photos, as she has never seen them and they were not shared publicly. In the deposition, Bryant recalled that Sheriff Alex Villanueva assured her that no one would take photos of the site. He also assured her that he would secure the area. Bryant said she still has the clothing they wore the day of the crash, and it is representative of the condition they were in. She stated, I cannot imagine how someone could be so callous and have no regard for them or our friends and just share the images as if they were animals on a street. She says she filed the lawsuit because she wants accountability from the county. On October 21st, the House of Representatives voted 229 to 202 to hold Steve Bannon, one of former President Trump's closest allies in criminal contempt of court after he defied a subpoena to appear before the committee investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol building. All 220 House Democrats voted to hold Bannon in contempt, with nine House Republicans joining them. The Department of Justice will receive a referral on Bannon and decide whether or not to prosecute. The Department of Justice will do what it always does in such circumstances, will apply the facts and the law and make a decision consistent with the principles of prosecution, Attorney General Merrick Garland said. This isn't about punching Steve Bannon, Democratic Representative Benny Thompson, who chairs the House Committee, said on Thursday, October 21st. But Steve Bannon has led us down this path by refusing to cooperate in any way with our investigation. We need to take a stand for the Select Committee's investigation and for the integrity of this body. What sort of precedent would it set for the House of Representatives if we allowed a witness to ignore us flat out without facing any kind of consequences? End quote. Any person found in contempt can face one to 12 months imprisonment, although the process rarely leads to jail time. Liz Cheney, a Republican congresswoman from Wyoming and one of two Republicans on the select committee investigating the insurrection, said, there are people in this chamber right now who are with me and with the rest of us on that day during the attack. People who now seem to have forgotten the danger of the moment, the assault on the Constitution, the assault on our Congress. People who you will hear argue that there is simply no legislative purpose for this committee, for this investigation, or for this subpoena. 
A senior U.S. diplomat is urging North Korea to hold back from additional missile tests and resume nuclear diplomacy. According to the AP news site, this comes days after North Korea fired its first underwater-launched ballistic missile in two years. The U.S. envoy on North Korea, Sun Kim, called on the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, referring to North Korea by its official name, to cease provocations and other destabilizing activities and instead engage in dialogue. U.S.-led talks on ending North Korea's nuclear program have stalled since early 2019, when the summit collapsed due to disputes over U.S.-led sanctions on the North. The Biden administration has repeatedly said it is ready to meet North Korea, quote, anywhere and anytime without preconditions. But North Korea says a return to talks is conditional on the U.S. dropping hostile policy. This is an apparent reference to the sanctions and regular military drills between Washington and Seoul. Before a submarine missile launch test on October 19th, North Korea had already tested several other new weapons over a six-week period. Those weapons potentially put U.S. allies, Japan and South Korea, within a striking range. And this has been a U Press Play News Podcast of the Week.